Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, an awful lot to talk about again today. As usual, never a shortage of death and destruction in the year 2023. Uh, there is some good news, apparently. Uh, Damar Hamlin, he's the football player that uh, collapsed on the football field Monday night. Uh, doctors are telling his family that his condition is moving in a positive direction. Love it. So that sounds hopeful. That that sounds good. Uh, hopefully, uh, he'll make he'll make a full recovery. Um, and will we ever get to understand what exactly took place there at a healthy twenty four year old athlete? Yeah, I don't know. I doubt they'll really look into all possibilities but we'll see um also eventually today we got to talk about the uh 10 conspiracy theories zero hedge thinks will be uh confirmed this year oh this will be fun yeah won't that be fun because <laughs> virtually everything's a conspiracy theory now everything that the uh white house doesn't approve of or like that's a conspiracy theory. Otherwise now known as spoiler alerts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, uh, one American network is reporting, speaking of uh, Damar Hamlin, they're reporting that 769 athletes around the world have collapsed on their field of play uh, or their court of play between March 2021 and March 2022. So in the year that took place there, from 21 to 22 in March, 769 athletes collapsed while playing their sport. What was the number I had yesterday that went from March of 2021 through December? I'm not sure. 2022. We, I don't remember the number. Did yeah. we give a specific number? Gosh, man. I've got it here somewhere. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, I, I, it was it was well over it was somewhere, I don't know, 1,600, I think? 1,600? Oh, I think so. Holy cow. Yeah, it was... Wow. And go back and watch yesterday's program. I forgot what it was. So, I mean, it's just... Wow. It's everywhere. It's everywhere, man. Um, OAN says, if they're not... <clears throat> if they aren't passed out cold, they're seen gripping their chests in agony, unable to breathe due to some sudden cardiac event that hit them in the heat of competition. This wave of heart issues is unprecedented. <sighs> Never before. Have we seen young, healthy, world-class athletes experiencing heart issues in mass like this? It has never happened. Ever. No. Furthermore, the timing of this sweeping phenomenon could not be more relevant, coinciding perfectly with the rollout of the experimental vaccines. I mean, it's just, that's coincidence, dude. Total and complete coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. In December alone, nearly 300 athletes reportedly collapsed or suffered cardiac arrests after taking the uh, vaccine. Wow. Uh, But overall, it's 769 men and women who collapsed with heart issues. Uh, And I'm I'm not sure if they're even including Damar Hamlin in that, which just happened on Monday. But, I mean, it's stunning. And it's uh, too frightening to just ignore. Why would you just say, ah... That has nothing to do with anything. That uh, that happens. No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't happen almost a thousand times in a year. It doesn't happen. And uh, those who are subscribers to 
Blaze TV. I think we're going to have a lot more with the vaccine and uh, origins mm. of COVID and all sorts of fun stuff. Okay. Coming up, coming on, up on the overtime today. Yeah, I think that's a good place for that today. Yeah, I think that's a really <laughs> a, good place for there's it. There's a lot of stuff we got to get to and talk about, man. Jeez. I mean, I, I just can't believe we can't actually have a reasonable discussion about it. I'm open to other things. The other day, in fact, uh, Tuesday, when I filled in for Glenn, uh, came in thinking, yeah, man, that seems like that DeMar Hamlin thing really seems strange to me. I wondered if, wonder if it has something to do with the, co- with the COVID vaccine. And... Uh, Stu, I let Stu kind of talk me down from that. I'm open to it. <laughs> if I mean, I'm fine if that if you can provide yeah. a reasonable explanation for all of this. Okay, well, great. I just haven't heard one. I mean, I I, I was moved by his explanation of the uh, what is it, Commodio Cortis. Sure. Thought okay, maybe maybe he just got hit at the wrong time in the wrong wrong place. <laughs> With a helmet, and that stopped his heart, and they got it beating again. But then you hear that his heart stopped again later on. Yeah, and uh, oh, who was reporting that? No, no, actually, no. It was still just the one time the uncle was wrong. Really, the the family wow. member was wrong. Huh. Whenever this happens, you always get a little spark of truth comes out, and then yeah. they try to then pull somebody... it back. Like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Douse that one. Come on. Stop it. Oh, we should go to the uncle. What does the uncle say now? Oh, okay, yeah. Has he been paid off, though? I don't know. Maybe he's been bought off. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I don't know. But give me an explanation for 769 athletes collapsing. Okay, so, and there was also, okay, since we're going to talk about this, I want to throw this out there because I I don't want to say I dismissed it, but I didn't bring it to the show yesterday. There was supposedly a leaked... Conference call with the doctors that were treating Damar Hamlin. And in the course of the conversation, maybe I'll find Be ready, Riley. We'll have to have this for overtime if I can find it again. In the course of the conversation, one of the doctors talks about, he's trying to talk him down, uh, another doctor down from the, uh, the what's it called? The, the Commodio Cortis. Thank you. Yeah. He goes, mm-hmm. okay, but yeah, but it doesn't happen twice what are the odds of that that he would have two of these events mm-hmm. and have that as a thing and and i and i couldn't i couldn't trace back the doctors that you could pick up the names and stuff like that and i couldn't really trace them down i thought i'm sure that's totally factual but i want to be sure mm-hmm. i think i think today's overtime is a good place for that conference yeah. call we'll have to see clip <laughs> jeez i mean yeah we should just be able to as reasonable adult human beings it should be an open discussion. Let's just talk about it. Let's have it out, okay? We know for a fact there's myocarditis problems associated with the vaccine, right? So uh, you've FDA already got so. heart problems. They admit it. Everybody knows it. So why is it such a stretch to tie that in to these collapsing athletes? <laughs> I don't know. Just unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. And then you're made to feel like some sort of kook, and you got to be edited and censored if you even bring it up. I'm, I'm a little tired of it. Yesterday, Kevin McCarthy failed again on vote number four, five, <laughs> and six. Yes, he did. That's six times now. Uh, so six votes, and Kevin McCarthy still is not Speaker of the House. Still don't have one. Mm. 
and they adjourned uh, without a speaker. Chip Roy nominated Byron Donalds of Florida. Love it. Who got 20 votes. Uh, a conservative man uh, 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 who happens to be black. And so, as he described Byron Donald, uh, Chip Roy got some reaction from the other members of Congress. Mm. And this is interesting because he uses MLK words, MLK's quotes. Uh, and check out how the Republicans and Democrats respond to it. We do not seek to judge people by the color of their skin, but rather the content of their character. Byron Donalds. Okay, what, so, what are they laughing at over there on the Democrat side? Why are they booing that? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so oh. Republicans actually stand for it. Oh. Standing ovation. Maybe two or three Democrats. <laughs> And everybody else just sits there quietly. On their hands. Unbelievable. Well, you don't believe in the words of Martin Luther King anymore? And of course they don't. They don't believe that you shouldn't be judged by the color of your skin. In fact, one of them said... Content and character. Uh, yeah. It, one of them said, if if you don't pay attention to... If you don't see color, then you don't see racism, and uh, you're contributing to racism. What? Okay, so now it's the opposite of what Dr. King said. Is is that what we're led to believe? That, okay, it's not, it is color of their skin, not the content of their character. Is that what we're supposed to go by now? It's really incredible. Well, we know uh, Cori Bush. Boy, she's... Oh, uh, the worst. She's a lovely lady. Isn't she? Uh, she actually tweeted out about Byron Donald's. Byron Donalds is not a historic candidate to speaker. That's for speaker, she said. He's a prop. Despite being black, he supports a policy agenda intent on upholding and perpetuating white supremacy. His name being in the mix is not progress. It's pathetic. Wow, what a racist. She's no kidding. I mean, that is ugly. These people are... You must... Toe the line with these Democrats, or I'm sorry, you're not even black. They can assign you a different color of skin and call you a white supremacist, and it's fine. It's, it's fine. I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how they get away with it. I really don't. Except that, you know, they've got allies in the media, and so most of the stuff doesn't get reported to a lot of America. At one point in the day, uh, Representative Andy Biggs... What are the 20 against Twitter was a fun place yesterday for following uh, accounts from representatives. He tweeted this. Carolina Panthers fired their head coach when he started 1-4. Kevin McCarthy is now 0-5. Republicans should fire him. He's actually now 0 and 0 and 6. 6. Yeah, yeah. Not doing well. He's apparently made tons of concessions, especially overnight. So it's going to be interesting. They're going to reconvene today at 12 noon uh, Eastern time. Yeah, we'll and we'll see. So we'll see. Yeah, it's... Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, not even Trump throwing his weight behind McCarthy. Mm-mm. Didn't Could move the help. needle at all. Didn't move him. Yeah. Not one iota. But yeah, I guess um, uh, apparently he's now going to allow just one member to call for a vote to oust the speaker. Um, we've got uh, more Freedom Caucus mm-hmm. members will be allowed to serve on the powerful House Rules Committee. And he promises to vote on bills like term limits and border security. Oh, wow. Just some of... uh, Good. 
<clears throat> so will that will that do it? I mean, the, I mean, it's not going to help the Senate, right? When it gets over there, no. But uh, I mean, would this be for his entire term as Speaker, or just this one session of Congress? I don't know. But I mean, Dan Crenshaw is out of control, man. Completely. That guy. Completely. Oh, oh gosh, it's calling him terrorists. If you're among the twenty. In fact, he mm-hmm. walked by a, a reporter for NPR. Tweeted out. He walked by me, and he and he said, um, he said, uh, "quote uh, Let's see, these effing people. Now they're now this is just a clown show. Now now they're just uh, I don't know. They're just being clowns. Yeah. So I mean, he's not taking mm-hmm. this seriously. Like if you're not on board with the with the GOP establishment and Kevin McCarthy, then you're just a blanking person who's a clown." Yeah, they couldn't really be voting on principle here. No, no, no. They, that couldn't be happening, right? Mm. It's all for showmanship. <laughs> and, and that's what he's trying to make it out to be. Yeah. It's all about, they just want publicity or something? I mean, I come on. Yeah. You don't hold out like this Mm-mm. and and risk the speaker going to a Democrat <laughs> just for show. And, it, no. Do we have the, uh, the, did I send in the picture of the guy the staffer for Kevin McCarthy moving in the four big blue boxes into the office. So, I mean, it was reported that Kevin McCarthy had already moved into the Speaker's office on Monday because he predicted victory on Tuesday. He's like, yeah, tomorrow's going to be a great day for us. I mean, that was on Monday that he said that. And uh, and so it was noticed that, why are they moving his stuff into that office? And it got so bad now that yesterday Matt Gates sent a letter to the architect of the Capitol, I guess that's the official office that, that controls who's in what office. And he's like, hey, why is Kevin McCarthy squatting in the speaker's office right now? What's up with that? <laughs> I mean, this is this is fun. And people are like, wow, the GOP's out of control and disarray. I don't know. I like this. We need to have this letting right now in this party. Yeah. Let's go. It rip the Band-Aid off. We've Somebody been waiting for this giblets. fight for 20 years, man. I know. Come on. They, w- they wouldn't do it with Boehner. And we begged him, and we pleaded, and and most people said they were not going to support Boehner for Speaker. And as soon as they got to Washington, they supported Boehner for Speaker. So I'm kind of proud of these 20 yeah. for holding out. I mean, I don't know that I want it to continue forever. Uh, let's get it done. Oh, let's and, get it settled. Yeah, And don't fall for this whole, man, there's stuff that you guys say you want to do. And now you're wasting time trying to pick a speaker. Uh, they weren't going to start this session until January 23rd anyhow. Don't fall for that. The clock is ticking crap. Mm. Stop it. The end. So, uh, the interesting conversations uh, Matt Gates <laughs> and AOC had yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we found out from bad lip reading. <laughs> What what was actually said between mm-hmm. Matt Gates? Oh wow! And AOC. Okay, this is interesting. Okay. Here it is. Cool. I've heard that the floor asked for shrubs to be put in the common areas. Yeah, you're no, right. We will not let this slide because, like, when obviously you obviously we you know put in some rocks too. Oh, interesting. <laughs> All rocks are my friends. I didn't know. Yeah, that's that's cool. You never get those behind the scenes. It's no. good to see him working across the aisle too, Matt right. Gates and AOC. Right. And actually, what they were talking about there, because actual lip readers figured it out. <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, we're not going anywhere because he's got to make sure both sides are trying to figure out. Okay, like if if you guys leave, then that lowers the threshold for McCarthy. 
mm-hmm. you know, and now he becomes speaker. Mm-hmm. If our guys leave, then that lowers the threshold for the majority, and then Jeffries becomes speaker. And so they were just like, no, we're going nowhere. We're here. Because <laughs> we want it as bad as you guys do. Right. Because the you you got to get to the majority, 218. But if, if repre- rather than... Uh, rather than just lower the the amount of people there to vote, it actually, when people don't show up, mm-hmm. it lowers the threshold you've got to reach from 218 mm-hmm. to, let's say, 10 don't show up. So then it's 208. Right. So that's a little scary because Hakeem Jeffries is getting 212 votes consistently. Every time. So if, if, say, 9 or 10 Republicans didn't show, Hakeem <laughs> Jeffries would win, and he would become Speaker of the House. So you got to know, the Democrats really are trying to... Really bad. They're, they're, they're coming up with something to get mm-hmm. like a group of Republicans to go hang out at a bar or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, did you hear? Taylor Swift's in town, right over here. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, it's fun, though, right? Fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is fun. 12 o'clock today. It is interesting. I will say that. And again, it, it's kind of, it's a good thing, I it's think, necessary. that Republicans are actually standing up for a change. Mm-hmm. At least a few. Call that, your representatives. Right. Man, Let them know I how did, you feel that's about That's what it. I did yesterday. Either way. My congresswoman keeps voting for McCarthy. I'm like, stop it. Wow. I mean, it probably makes no difference whatsoever. Tweet at them, too. I mean, they're, they're little interns. Maybe they'll pass the message along. Maybe not. But uh, at least you tried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know we it's it's frustrating cuz you just don't think you don't think we make any difference but if everybody got together and started calling these people it would yeah. it would make a Who difference. Who was it? I think it was Thomas Massey one day tweeted out that um like nobody has called today about whatever bill they were talking about. I mean, think of the impact you could nobody have. Nobody called? Yeah, and I don't know what it was. I can't remember. I can't even remember it was Massey. Wasn't the omnibus, was it? No. No, this is something Because you would hope people It was it was a big deal a few months ago. Wow. Forgot what it was. Mm. But he tweeted out like yeah, like literally nobody's called my office today about this. Um you got to call your reps. So think of the impact you could have on the speaker's race if you got just a few friends to call up there and be like, "Yo, vote for Byron Donalds. Let's go." Mm-hmm. That'd be my choice anyway. Mm-hmm. Jim Jordan wouldn't be a bad selection either, actually. No. Uh, but that's not going to happen. He already got nominated and only got, what, 20, 19, or 20 Well, he votes. just said, he, he's in there nominating mm-hmm. McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. So yeah. He doesn't Which wa- is bizarre. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to, he wants to be in charge of the Judiciary Committee, which I can totally understand because he's mm-hmm. really good at that stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about Factor. This new year... You got goals, and Factor is here to help you achieve all of them. You can save time and have the energy you need to tackle everything on your to-do list with Factor's ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Delicious food. Just talking to my daughter about this. She loves Factor meals so much, too. She's got them stuffed in her in her uh, freezer. Nice. And uh, uh, you just take them out, heat them up, and you've got this gourmet meal ready to go, and they're delicious. Get Factor. And not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the shopping. The uh, chopping, prepping, cleaning up, too. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. And all you have to do is heat and and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals. 
uh, to help you live it to the fullest with keto, uh, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, protein plus meals on the menu every single week. So go to factor75.com slash pat60 and use the promo code pat60 to get 60%, 60% off your first box. That's code pat60 at factor75.com slash pat60 and get 60% off your first box. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, so I guess we got to eavesdrop on another conversation. This one between <laughs> Paul Bogosar and AOC. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, this uh, also, uh, thanks to the people at, at uh, is it Lip Read? Bad Lip Read. Bad Lip Read. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do the it, NFL videos here's on what, the sidelines. Here's what they had to say. Okay. You dreamt of Dracula, you mm-hmm. While we're on this sort of stuff. You heard of the Pied Piper? Mm-hmm. Well, in my dream, Pied Piper had toilet paper, one sheet of the cheap kind. Yes. And he took that and he ripped out a creme brulee and a little mm-hmm. tiny pepper uh-huh. yes. before mm-hmm. he ate mm-hmm. a tree. You didn't have that dream. Uh, yes, I did. Okay, no, okay. <laughs> did not. Don't tell me you did. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't mm-hmm. ever get to dream of the Pied Piper eating a tree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, but mm-hmm. you're telling me you mm-hmm. dreamed that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I. Uh, then it. <laughs> wasn't as cool as my dream. <laughs> All right, so there you go. They're getting the people's business done <laughs> in Washington, D.C. <clears throat> yep. <sighs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. It wouldn't surprise me if those really yeah. were actual conversations. I mean, they're, they're, me they're seriously, much. I mean, the Democrats are sitting there eating popcorn. I mean, they're obviously trying to make a statement like, oh, this is fun, <laughs> watching the GOP argue, but they're camping out there. I mean, they're... Was it Matt Board? Was it Matt Gates that was accusing them of drinking the whole time? Nah, was it her? I thought it was some lady. I don't think it was Matt Gates. I think it was uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, anyway, uh, mm. he may have as well. Like, yeah. but she's like, Are "You guys over there drinking booze?" Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they deny it, but I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise I mean, me either. It's a either. party because they can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, they're stuck. It's like yeah. they're snowed in. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, Joe Biden was talking about. Something. Maybe we need the bat, bad lip-read people oh, for this, too, because wow. I have no idea what he was talking about. Here's Traveled uh, over 140 his countries around the world. Yeah. So I'll paraphrase the phrase in my own neighborhood. The rest of the countries, the world's not a patch on our genes. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. What? It's never been a good bet. I just, bro. What the hell is that about? I don't know. I feel like I should diagram it, but I don't know that it's possible. <laughs> Can we hear it one more time? Just one more time? Yeah. Traveled over 140 Uh, countries around the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. I'll I'll paraphrase the phrase in my own neighborhood. Okay, paraphrase. The rest of the countries, the world's not a patch on our genes. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. Mm -hmm. It's never been a good bet. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. The world's not a patch on our genes. If we do what we want to do. we do what we want to do. And then, then he says, we want to do, or something. When he says it twice. What does he say at the very end? Can we just have the last 10 seconds what? of that? Yeah, let's play the whole thing okay. one more time. Okay. 
Traveled over 140 countries 140 around countries. the world. Okay, you travel. Mm-hmm. And so the, I'll paraphrase the phrase in my own neighborhood. You're paraphrase the phrase. The rest of the countries, the world is not a patch on our genes. Yeah. If we do what we want to do, do, we need to do. What, what we, we want to do, do what we need to do. It's never been a good bet. Stop it's never yelling. been a good bet. Get so angry. Hmm. All right. Okay. He's good, right? Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> that doesn't come anywhere near what he is. That doesn't come anywhere near it. I mean, such an understatement, Keith. Okay. He was asked if he thinks uh, football is too violent after mm. the DeMar Hamlin thing. Yeah, what are you asking the President of the United States that for? It's just stupid. You think the football is too violent? Do you want to shut football down? I'm sure that's what they're going for. So, like, I don't know. What's he going to do? A presidential order? An executive order don't to shut down the NFL? even plant that seed. Uh, well, here's his surprisingly measured response. Do you think the NFL is getting too dangerous? No, look. No, look. The idea that you're going to have... You got guys that are... 6'8", 340 pounds, uh-huh. running uh, 4'8", 40. Wow, that's I a, mean, you know, uh, uh-huh. he, he, he hit somebody with that kind of force. Now, that's not what happened here. No, it but isn't. I, I just think it's... So, uh, what does that have to do with it? I don't anything? know how you avoid it. Thank you. I mean, that's the bottom line. How do you yeah. avoid how it? How do you avoid it? Without, you know, ban- banning it. Yeah. That's the only way you could avoid it, is to stop playing football. And we're not going to do that. I hope. I hope. But, I mean, there are forces that are really trying. Sure are. They're trying. They're using this situation. What we laugh off today becomes our reality tomorrow. Yeah, very true. That's really but true. But I, I appreciate it. You know, we said you can't say anything nice about Barack Obama, and you always point to his singing, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? We're like, hey, we got one thing. I mean, maybe we could say that for Joe. Like, hey, look, he didn't <laughs> yeah, take look. the bait. Hey, that's right. Mm, thanks How for not that? saying, yeah. If they put, I could totally see, uh, uh, not far-fetched to see him respond with, you know, if they put a bill on my desk today and said, let's get rid of these barbaric sports, I'll sign it. <laughs> so I'm grateful that he went down the I could see that happening, too. Road. I yeah. could hear him saying that. Mm. Here's a better question. Hey, uh, Mr. President. Is it possible these vaccines are causing athletes all over the world to collapse on their fields of play? Mm -hmm. The the same vaccine that you jammed down our throats. Could it be that? Could that that be a real problem and a real cause for heart problems all over, heart events happening all over the planet right now from otherwise super healthy people with some of the most elite bodies on this planet? <clears throat> is that possible, Mr. President? That'd be a better question than... Is the NFL too violent? Is there too much violence in the NFL? Yeah, the fact that you would even ask that question... Stupid. Says a lot about you, bro. Yeah, it does. Ugh. It does. What are you, a moron? And first of all, why are you asking... If, go to Roger Goodell and ask him that. You don't ask the President of the United States about the NFL. That He's got no purview over that. It has nothing to do with his job and what he does. Ugh, it's agonizing. So anyway, again, we've got so much on on the uh, COVID, 
origins and the vaccines, and that's going to come into overtime. That'll come into play uh, on overtime later on this morning. So make sure you're here for that. Uh, The Prince Harry book is coming out, and I think it comes out later this month. And it needs to sell 1.7 million copies just to break even. That's because of the $20 million advance he got. $20 million advance. And who, who wrote this book now? Uh, Harry. Prince oh, Harry. Oh, wow. Did you already order your like pre-order deal? Oh. Yeah. Mm. I'm doing audio book on that myself because I want to hear you? it in the British accent. Yeah. Well, that's... I mean, I think that's important. You want to hear it the way they say it. Thank you. Right? Mm-hmm. Also have the Netflix documentary out right now, Harry and Meghan. I don't know. Probably a lot of people have watched that, I suppose. I have not. Have you watched it? <laughs> Harry have and I Meghan? watched it? Stop it. I, I'll, bet, I'll bet Jeffy has. Bet is it, Jeffy's watched is it in your queue? No, it's not in my oh, queue. Okay. Mm-mm. Well, then he'll have to give us the whole rundown. Then. Yeah, he will. <laughs> uh, so... <clears throat> $20 million advance from Penguin Random House, reported to be for this book, and and maybe three others. Wow, he's got three others in him? Does he? <laughs> Is it a series? I, come on. Wow. <laughs> what are you gonna, who cares about this guy enough to read four books from him? Come uh-huh. on. I, I bet Jevy would know the stats. Uh, whenever you put a royal on the cover of like a tabloid magazine or something like that, mm-hmm. I bet those issues sell through the roof. Well, they must because so they keep doing it. I wonder if the same principle applies to books here. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll see. Later this month, we'll see if this thing sells. Uh, let's see. It's called again. What is it called? It's called Spare. Wait, what? Spare. S-P-A-R-E. Oh, that's Spare. catchy. Boy, Isn't that it? Just... Yeah, I can't. Oh, I'm tingly just to think. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, Noble Schwanza Emeritus tweets... Yeah! Nice little combination of all the misspeaks and mispronunciations of KJP. Not all of them, but a few. Uh, This fight was going to happen in the GOP eventually. The Democrats are close enough in political positions. They align when the vote comes. Now, let's not get hasty. Democrats, they have everybody from communists all the way to socialists in their party. I see. So they've got a wide array of people and thoughts and ideology. She says, uh, or he or she, uh, writes, The GOP, however, has anyone from staunch conservative to libertarian to center left. Really true. Tent can't remain this big. Caffeinated Texan tweets, Dan Crenshaw clearly works for lobbyists. No principles whatsoever. And Lone Wolf 2965 with Republicans like Crenshaw, who needs Democrats. Ape Lincoln, Biden's wispy comb over looks phenomenal in the wind. Oh, I loved that. That was some good stuff that yeah. he had going there on the tarmac. Wasn't that nice? Do we have video of this? Uh, yeah, let's show him there on the tarmac w- again. Wispy in the wind, mm-hmm. Joe Biden. Oh, that's good. That's good, right? I look like a little Oopsies. troll doll, you know? You remember you used to get those at the end of your pencil and you'd rub your fingers, you know? And you'd yeah, go, yeah. The work he has had done on his head, on his skull... 
it becomes so apparent when you look back at his career. Oh, I know. You, you see him from the 80s, you see him from the 70s, and you think, wow, yeah. he. <laughs> no wonder Rush called him Plugs. <laughs> That's right. Plugs Biden. Plugs Biden. So clearly had, yeah. well, hair plugs right. put in. That uh, It's amazing. Uh, Douglas Crockett, it doesn't look like they're working that well, though, now, does it? Do you have to do that again? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Is that something that goes away? Because I don't know what's happened there. It's not working for him, though. Uh, Douglas Crockett, what if the Democrats staged another January 6th riot tomorrow, and when all the GOP members flee the chamber, they could hold a quick speaker vote and elected Democrat like Pelosi? Wait a minute. <laughs> I find it so weird that they don't swear them in before this official duty of choosing a speaker. Yeah. That's just weird. Right. Why wouldn't yeah, you is. get that out of the way? Have the old speaker. All right, our first order of business. Swear them in. and then the speaker. Yeah, right. That would seem to make sense because they're going to be the ones in the Congress. So Okay, so how are they verifying the IDs of these people that are voting? Like I, I don't know. I mean, this, this may be a stupid question, but don't you get sworn in and get your congressional ID and yay, now you can get on the floor and stuff. Are mm-hmm. they just passing out your IDs based on, yeah, I totally, I won, I won the House District in my town of back, you know, in that one state, so I should get in here and vote now. Right. I don't know how they're I don't know. doing roll call and stuff. Don't know. It's odd. Uh, oh, by the way, Hillary Kennedy is going to join us in about well, almost exactly an hour. Mm. Hillary will be here. She'll talk about the UFC, uh, as she usually does, <laughs> in part. And and there's a, a really interesting occurrence. Really, it's sad. Yeah. Uh, Dana White slapped his wife down in Cabo San Lucas. And I, I don't know why somebody happened to be filming them just then, but they were. And so, I mean, they're in a bar... It looks like it's the bar is uh, it's got floor to ceiling windows, and they're in the corner of this bar, right by the window. And Dana White's wife, I, I, first of all, he whispers something to her, and then she slaps him hard, and he slaps her hard back twice. Yeah, and then he goes after. Then her. he started going after, and people separated him. Well, now she says that was not only was that out of character, that's something that's never happened before. Boy, it didn't look like that, did it? I mean, he just, boy, immediately. And they were both drunk, uh, admittedly. No. Yeah. But I don't know. I It looked it's not like good. too easy an occurrence for him. And he's the one who told his fighters in the MMA, hey, you lay your hands on a woman, you, you can't come back from that. You're not coming back from that. And now he's done it. So will he remove himself, or will he be removed as the head of the UFC? I don't know. We'll talk to her about that. But the other thing that that hit me was that uh, all of a sudden, now we stop pretending that men and women are the same. Because if we were the same, it wouldn't be a big deal if you slapped her back. Right. But we're not the same. We all know it, but right now we can stop pretending mm. for the, just this moment now. <laughs> yeah. If there's total equity, if you get slapped, you should be able to you'd be fine to slap somebody back. But no, we all know that's not the case. And just we, weird. we were all ta- taught differently. Right. It, it's just At least a, I was. A weird society where we suspend 
the rules of gender or keep them in play when it when it suits our when purpose. it suits. It's like you exactly. know, it's like women's athletics. Yes, let's celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX. But by the way, you better let all the dudes that want to compete with the girls yes. in there. It's just yes, uh, doesn't make madness. any sense at all. Yeah. And we'll talk to Hillary about that. Uh, over the break, the Texas Supreme Court uh, turned down a. Uh, a terrible ruling. They handed down a, a, a really bad ruling against a father trying to prevent a gender transition of his son. Now, we talked about this, yeah. what was that, a year or two ago? Yeah, Glenn's had him on, too. Yeah, he's had him on several times. And the guy is, the father is amazing. I mean, he he goes to all the meetings. He He goes to California and goes to meetings. He goes to the legislative meetings here in Austin all the time. I mean, he's super, super involved in the process. And so he knows the rules inside and out. And they've been trying desperately to keep him away from his son because he doesn't want his son to be transitioned by his son's mother. Now, he says whenever whenever the son is with him, uh, he wants to be a boy. And he doesn't have any of this gender dysphoria stuff he doesn't have any of it he doesn't want to dress as a girl he doesn't want to do any of that and when he's with his mom apparently it's a different story so yeah jeff younger is his name right uh and he's got is it two sons right that live with the mom out in california yeah he does yes in california mm-hmm. just they're twins okay thank you uh Kayla it became a sanctuary twins. state for yeah. transgender yeah, as of january 1st man it is now a safe haven for people uh who want to do terrible things to children uh, so under the knife james uh is the son of jeff but jeff younger has been fighting james mother for years in a variety of custody battles because his mother and uh Jer- what is it, Jergulis? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, claims that James is a girl named Luna. Stop. Multiple witnesses indicated that James seemed to act more naturally as a boy. Jergulis took James and his brother Jude to California, and Jeff is afraid that in California, yep. his mother will subject him to transgender procedures and to she's transition a him. Pediatrician. So I mean, she can mm. she can fast track this crazy oh it's just horrific man wow so uh he believes that she's using the situation with her child to help her gender affirming practice oh my gosh wow is that just despicable yeah here here, you showed a potential uh patients oh look my my kids transition look they're totally fine here let me show them off for you yeah Oh. Younger petitioned the Texas Supreme Court to have the boy return to Texas because he's concerned about a California law which just took effect he believes will adversely impact his son. The law will prohibit the enforcement of an order based on another state's law authorizing a child to be removed from their parent or guardian based on that parent or guardian allowing their child to receive gender-affirming health care or gender-affirming mental health care. Yeah, he has no parental rights anymore. Did they just pass this law for yeah. this specific oh, case? I, no, I think because California is just so far gone. I think I, I, know, I don't know for wow. a fact, but I don't think it had anything to do with this case specifically. Jeff Younger's petition states that if allowed to stay in California, his son would be subjected to transgender procedures deemed to be child abuse by... Official opinion of the Texas Attorney General. Since last year, 
The state of Texas has investigated instances of gender transition surgery as child abuse under the penal code. That investigation was extended to puberty-blocking drugs in February after the Office of the Attorney General issued a non-binding legal opinion supporting the contention that it meets the standard of child abuse. Without intervention by the court, younger states, the child would lose the protections of injunctions on the mother that prevent her from chemically castrating the children or sexually mutilating them in gender surgeries. You know, uh, Mm. when you do this, you put pause on puberty, Mm -hmm. right? So why don't we Mm -hmm. put pause on this case here and let's just, you know, since it's Texas law, is conflicting with California law, where's the best place to settle that? The Supreme Court. Let's go have it out right now. Let's just, just right. stop. You can't. Let's mm-hmm. do an injunction. Just say, nope, you're not going to touch those kids. I'm going to go and hash it out in court at the Supreme Court, and then we'll go on from there. Now, so far, <clears throat> the boy, James, has not been subjected to any transition <laughs> procedures, although he is treated as a girl by the mother uh, where he lives. But now the Texas Supreme Court has denied the order to have James return to Texas. Mm. They denied the order to have him returned. Wow. So now what happens in California? Pretty much anybody's guess. But you're right. You should wait for a ruling on this. Because I'm sure his dad will take it all the way to the Supreme Court. And I, I you know, when you've got What's going to happen in the meantime to those kids? I don't know. Two conflicting state laws like that. I don't know what you do. What do you do? I, I don't remember a situation like this before. Wow. I do remember the mother was hell-bent, though, on trans transitioning this kid. And the father, and it seems to be backed up by everybody else that knows this family, is that the kid seems like a, f- a boy, and he's fine with being a boy. And he's never wanted to be a girl. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, that's we'll see. That's insane. Uh, it is here in you know California, and we've got uh, uh, insanity in Great Britain as well, where you get a, a lady gets arrested for literally praying on the sidewalk in front of an abortion clinic, silently standing there. Watch this. You've got to see this interaction, and this is only part of it. Okay. Um, before I ask you any questions about what's going on today, I have to caution you, which is just your rights, which is you do not have to say anything that may harm your defence if you do not mention one question, something that you later on in court, anything you do say may be given you. Okay. Uh, what, what are you here for today? What are you here for today? Uh, physically, I'm just standing here. Physically, I'm standing here. Why, why here of all places? Why I know here? You don't live nearby. But this is an abortion centre. This is an abortion okay. centre. That's why you're standing Is you standing here part of the protest? No. She's I'm on a sidewalk. Are you praying? I might be praying in my head. I'm praying in my head. Um, so I'll, I'll ask you once more, will you voluntarily come with us now to the police station for me to ask you some questions about today and other days where there are allegations that you've broken public space? Unreal. It's oh, literally I've got a choice, illegal. Okay, well then you're to under arrest. Pray suspicion of silently. Public protection order. Wait, back that up about 10 seconds. You're under arrest on suspicion of what? She's standing in a protected space, Pat, where you're not allowed to stand in Great Britain and pray silently because it happens to be across the street from an abortion clinic. She's literally on a sidewalk, standing there, praying silently. Doing nothing! You're coming with us. Doing nothing wrong! I mean, you can't stand on a sidewalk across from an abortion clinic? 
Are you? What are you doing? What are you doing right there? What are you? None what are you telling? Business. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm praying silently in my head. Okay, well, you're coming I'm to the station. I'm sorry. I would be uh, probably tasered at least and well, maybe they, shot by these police well, because I would probably physically mm-hmm. resist this particular situation. As the interaction goes on, a female officer is summoned. I, she comes gosh. over there, puts on her little rubber gloves, handcuffs, takes it off. We're gone. Down to the station. You're not going to be praying in this country. Can we play play the last 10 seconds yeah. again? This is crazy. protection order, which antisocial behavior Now, of course, you again, you do not have to say anything. You may harm your defense. If you do not mention one question, something which you later on in court, anything you do say may be given do you understand the caution? You understand the caution? Because it's time to be arrested. Here we go. I I mean, I mean I, I'm just, I don't even know what to say to that. Shocking, right? But that's where we're at. I mean, we're, we're butchering kids. It, 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 like, literally, California is a sanctuary state now for people that want to butcher kids. That might be the most egregious thing I've ever seen in a supposedly free society. And meanwhile, in Great Britain, you're arrested for praying silently on a sidewalk. Praying silently. She's not in front she's not blocking any nope. entrance she's across the street standing on a little teeny strip of sidewalk by some bushes and they arrest her for that praying silently <laughs> really yeah. the the fall of the west man wow bye-bye Ooh, but that's trouble yeah and i i think this this next video that we've got here that illustrates how much of why she's praying. It, it, it illustrates exactly. exactly why she's praying. Yeah. This, uh, this, uh, this look at this demonstration. Um, it, this is comparing abortion to war casualties. Right. And this does not minimize war casualties whatsoever. No, of course not. But that's what it says there. The beads there represent all of the American soldiers killed in the American Revolution, Civil War, World War One, Two, Korea, Vietnam, the current war on terror combined. For all these beads, 1,000 soldiers sacrificed their lives out of honor, duty, and patriotism. 1.2 million. Mm. Each of the beads you're about to see also represent 1,000 human beings whose lives were lost from abortion. And here's those beads. So if you're listening, uh, the podcast... There's about half of a glass full of beads for the wars. And we're now filling up separate glasses. We're now up to two for abortion. Three glasses. Mm. Four. Five. Six. Seven. I mean, you might as well relax. It's going to take a while. That is so mm. sad. We're on number nine, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So eight and a half. Eight and a half glasses for the abortions, mm. half a glass for the wars. Because there's been 1.2 million casualties of war. And as we've, as we've said this figure many times, 63 million babies aborted. Since 1973. That's only since 1973 as well. That's in the last 50 years. Compared to all American wars from the very beginning. From the Revolutionary War on. That's really something. That's really tragic. 
And that's what she was praying about across the street from an abortion clinic, silently, not holding a sign, not yelling at bystanders, not impeding anybody's progress into the clinic, just praying silently. And she was arrested for that. Unbelievable. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Thanks for spending part of your brand new year with us. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Mm. So, <laughs> we take you back, back in time. to uh, This was right before the Christmas break, wasn't it? When mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell... I was talking about the omnibus bill. Omnibus pass. Yeah, all right. Mm -hmm. We're going to get it passed. And then, and he also promised Joe Biden, and Biden loves him now because he he kept his word, by golly. He helped Biden pass the omnibus bill. Yeah, and then the two actually were together. Uh, I think that's where those clips came from. They were in Kentucky yesterday talking about Build Back Bolshevik. Oh, my gosh. And all the infrastructure, good goodies that are going to come down the pike. So, yeah, we got bipartisanship now, baby. Mm, Here he is. Here's the turtle. Oh, here he was telling us what's so important to GOP. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Making sure the Defense Department can deal <clears throat> with the major threats coming from Russia and China, mm-hmm. providing assistance for the Ukrainians <laughs> to defeat the Russians. <laughs> That's the number one priority Wait, what? for the United States right now. Hold it. Wait, what? According yes. to most Republicans. That's sort of how we okay. see... The no challenges confronting uh, the country at the moment. No. Okay. The n- number one concern of Americans <laughs> is, is the Ukraine. Yeah. Well, according to Republicans, most Americans are most concerned about how we're giving the Ukrainians, you know, access to the Treasury Department. Right. So the number one concern of these Republicans uh, is uh, some other country. <laughs> okay. All right. Have you ever heard anybody in any other country, any time in history, say, you know what, our number one concern right now is uh, helping calm things down in the United States of America? And really, it should be for a lot of countries, because if we go down, then certainly they do too. I mean, what happens in America matters for the rest of the world. Yeah, but for now. We, we have to be concerned. Our priority is Ukraine? No. No, I'm sorry. Not not to this American, anyway. Mm. No, you're not a Republican. Well, I'm not. See, and he just said, you know, hey, look, Republicans know that the biggest concern for Americans wow. is securing Ukraine's borders, not our borders. So we got to get this omnibus passed. Right. I mean, it's sickening. And we and they did. And, and $45 billion worth will go to the... Additional. Will go to Ukraine. Additional. Yeah. Yeah, not just. I I've mean, lost count. It's a hundred. Who knows what we've spent up to this point? Is it a zillion yet? Maybe. I, I, I <laughs> have no be. idea where we're at now. It might be, but yeah, they gave they gave nine billion more than Biden even asked for right. in the omnibus bill. Right. Incredible. I mean, it, this. Is, I mean that that's that's your uh, that's your GOP leadership right there. Yeah, there they are. That's why that. That's why you just, I mean, we, we got nowhere to turn. 
<laughs> like uh, we're like Officer Mayo in an <laughs> officer and a gentleman when he won't quit, and the drill sergeants try desperately to get him to quit. Why won't you quit? Why won't you leave, Mayo? Because I got nowhere else to go. Yeah, well, that's us. That's us. Well, we're trying. I mean, Chip Roy, others are trying because they they don't want a Mitch McConnell of the House and Kevin McCarthy. And so they're trying to shift the leadership when we have the opportunity. By the way, have you seen this great uh, thing here? I just decided to go ahead and print this up. be easier this way. Um, this is a great meme going around. And, and so you get these CAPTCHA things, right, when, when you're trying to, the computer's trying to figure out if you're a robot or not. Mm-hmm. And this one actually says, <laughs> select all images with speakers. And as you can see, uh, there's a couple of boxes that feature the face of one Kevin McCarthy, not but a box you want to check. If you check on that, it, you're not going right. to get you're not going to get to your website. Then the computer is going to r- realize <laughs> something's fishy. <laughs> Love that. At least so far, we'll see what happens today. But seems like they get about three votes a day in, and we'll see if that happens again today. Uh, yeah, don't fall for what CNN's doing right now. What doesn't work without a speaker? No House members can be sworn in. No bills can pass. Can't respond to emergencies. The session no hasn't even started briefings. yet. Come on, stop it. And yo. it doesn't start for like two weeks. Yeah. So shut up. Please. And uh, here's a story that's uh, not shocking at all. Um, this, is, this is just as you would expect as an American. The president, uh, Major General Muhammadu mm. Bahari okay. of Chad. Yeah, the nation of Chad. Sure. Yeah. Sure. He's a favorite S- of the program. Says, yeah, how many times have we talked about <laughs> President uh-huh. Bahari? I don't know. I, if I had a nickel for every time. <laughs> anyway, he says weapons being used for the war in Ukraine and Russia are filtering into the Lake Chad and uh, Sahil regions mm. how does that happen so the the weapons that we send to ukraine are winding up in chad which is in who could have seen this africa coming, right i mean mm-hmm. i thought we had that nation of ukraine on lockdown everything that <laughs> yeah, we right. send there just stays right there to help mm-hmm. defeat the ruskies uh-huh. apparently they the weapons we're sending are going to africa now Here's what he said. Weapons used in the war in Ukraine and Russia are also beginning to filter into the region here, Bahari told leaders of the Lake Chad Basin Commission's 16th Summit of Heads of State and Government. This is according to a statement signed by the Special Advisor to the President on Media and Publicity, uh, Femi Arasina, Mm. titled, President Bahari calls for tighter security around borders in the Lake Chad Basin with the proliferation of weapons from the Russia-Ukraine war. Really catchy title. (laughs) Bahari, who ended his tenure as chairman of the summit of heads of state and government, said, although the threat from terrorists in the region had been relatively brought under control, the influx of weapons posed fresh challenges. Yeah, that's not a concern at all, Mm. that the weapons we're sending are winding up in Chad. So they had terrorists... <clears throat> taken care of for the most part. <laughs> yeah. And then these weapons just started trickling in from Ukraine. Yeah. Courtesy, you that couldn't reinvigorate the terrorists. Courtesy of the uh, U.S. taxpayer. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not saying, you're saying that like maybe you have an issue with it, but I don't. I mean, maybe. I leave, really leave me some why. Leave me some wiggle room to cite on the. <laughs> All right. You think about it over there for a minute. Arming terrorists. Uh, while we were away, Arizona officials had all the information they needed to stop the installation of Katie Hobbs as yep. governor of Arizona, but mm-hmm. alas, uh, they did nothing. 
as you would expect. Maricopa County Superior Court Judge Peter Thompson found Carrie Lake's lawyers had not proven Maricopa officials committed any kind of misconduct. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Help me. Wow. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Carrie, uh, for her part, Carrie Lake said, my election case provided the world with evidence that proves our elections are run outside of the law. This judge did not rule in our favor. However, for the sake of restoring faith and honesty in our elections, I will appeal this ruling. Good. Hmm. I don't know what good it'll do, but good. I don't either. Keep going. But, I mean, here's the evidence. They, you know, so they had 60% of election centers that had broken machines for at least, what, at least three hours, and in some cases more than that. Uh, hundreds of thousands of ballots were counted without the chain of custody. That is gross. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. And then also, you know, they had uh, many ballots, more than enough to, to change the election results. That weren't uh, even the correct size. The, the ballots were... If you're going to do fraud, at least get the right size ballot. They couldn't even be... Well, they knew they didn't have to be bothered with that. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You know, here. Uh, you got a napkin? Uh, here. Uh, here. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Write down Katie Hobbs is it, on a napkin is it with and put, an, it in the, a y, put it in the box. A Y or an I-E? It doesn't matter. Just spell it. Yeah, they'll get it. Can I just do K.Hobbs? Yes. I, that would just, I'd be more yes. comfortable. I don't want to embarrass myself. Or so, or just here. the Democrat. Oh, put the, that down the, 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 and... Dump it in the ballot box. Okay, and you'll, you're you're going to count this? Yeah, oh yeah. This yeah. Is, I mean, this doesn't look really official. I put K. Hobbs. That's all right. The I wouldn't worry about it. We know what you're trying to do. You'll, so. you'll count this. Yeah, we'll count that. Okay, I'll put it in the box. There we go. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's almost it's that, that bad. bad. We all right. I mean, <laughs> it's it's that over. Bad. It's over, y'all. This is ridiculous. Corruption, man. Uh, again, I think back to the time when when. The UN was saying they were gonna they were gonna send election uh, officials to uh-huh. the United States to oversee our election in 2004, and I thought, "Are you kidding me?" Well, we need it now. Yeah, in hindsight, we might have should have taken them up on that. Uh huh. At least in states like Arizona, wow. and Michigan, and Wisconsin. <laughs> well, in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Nevada, sure, yeah. So sure. there we go. We got six. I can think of where the UN is welcome, as far as I'm concerned. God, man, I mean, could it be any worse? Not really. I mean, the same thing would be accomplished. <laughs> yeah, it just we'd have the international stamp of approval. Yeah. So this is fun. Uh, Mike Lindell is discussing fraud mm. in an election. Okay. And it's about time. You know, he's been talking about that for, what, over a year now. But yeah, uh, this years. particular fraud he's talking about hmm? took place in Florida. Apparently so. To uh, re-elect Ron DeSantis. Wait, there was fraud in the... De- Wait. Oh, oh, I got to see this. What? All right, oh. so here's what he said. <laughs> Wait. Well, this is where Ron DeSantis, one-day county, this all Republican one-day county. Okay. Well, for me, I look at deviations, everybody. That's a deviation. Because that was historical. I don't, I, he, normally, I, Republicans don't, I don't win that count. I don't believe it. So I want to. So yeah, I'm just going to show everybody, just like we always tell you about Democrats, where they stole their elections, just mm. like they did mm. uh, the one that that nice lady in Georgia that got zero votes in her own precinct. Right. I want to find out in Dade County uh-huh. what happened there because it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a deviation from norm. You know. Yeah. It's very much a deviation. So, but and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, give you more. Oh. Okay. 
All right. So he's saying that, uh, what, DeSantis stole the election because too many Hispanics voted for him. That's interesting. Hmm. Help. I mean, I know he's a huge supporter of Donald Trump, but Trump has nothing to do with the DeSantis election. And why would you? Well, if you can, if you can, I guess credit DeSantis now. Maybe, maybe that's the goal. Legitimacy. Could that be the goal? I don't know. Uh, But that seems counterproductive to me. Let's maybe not do that. Maybe. You know, nobody else. Let the Democrats do it if somebody's going to do it. Uh, They haven't even done that. Uh, I was about to say, I was about to say, yes. Let's see this proof. Let's see where Ron DeSantis stole Dade County. And really, the discrepancy was that more Hispanics voted for More Hispanics, yeah, voted. It was was historic. Record number. We've seen the numbers trending in that direction, and he's incredibly popular. And... Uh, he's popular with Hispanics in Florida. So all of that really kind of makes sense. It's a deviation. But it's a devi- deviation. So we need so to. I guess it's, hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Interesting right now, too, to see the flotillas coming again from Cuba. Oh, uh, really? I haven't seen that. Yeah, that uh, like 500 people landed the other day. Wow. In one day. Uh, so a lot of them, again, are just taking their lives in their hands, you know, by getting on rafts and inner tubes and all, whatever they can find to come the 90 miles from Cuba to the United States. That's how desperate they are to get off that island. So when they get here and they're granted asylum, uh, they tend to really appreciate that. And they know what they just fled with a communist regime in Cuba. And so they turn out to be really strong conservative Republicans. Pro-America. Yep. And so it's not really unusual that a good segment of the population there would be in favor of Ron DeSantis, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Uh, are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of taxes banned and to turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? I'm guessing the answer to that is yes. <laughs> well, when you finally had enough of the games the government's playing with your savings and retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions from our leaders in Washington, for over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it really easy to convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. What? Here's what you need to do. Just text the word PAT. Do 989-898 to claim your free gold info kit. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs, Birch Gold can help. So please protect your go- yourself and your savings by converting to gold. Just text PAT to the number 898 or 989-898 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and cou- countless five-star reviews. You can secure your future with gold. Start today with a free info kit. No obligation whatsoever. There, uh, Just text PAT to 989-898. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. That's right, Mama. Yeah, baby. So I walked up to her and I said, Hey, baby, sup? 
What's up, mama? Wait, wait, hold on. So she's standing there. Yeah. You walked up to her. I walked up to her and I said. And you had this prepared line. Hey, baby. Sup. Sup, mama? Or just sup? She was like, putty in my hands from that time forward. (laughs) So you just. Yeah, just ask. You say sup. Sup. But I just want clarification. Is it just sup or sup mama? No, it's hey baby. Oh, hey baby. Sup. Thank you. Thank you. And then the their music buddy. is imperative. Putty in your hands <laughs> after that. <laughs> but first, I put that music on my cell phone. You, now, do you hold it up or is it in your back pocket just really loud? It's in my back pocket really, really loud. Does she ever ask, where's that music coming from? <laughs> no. My backside. She's too mesmerized by my line. Hey, baby. Sup? <laughs> no, that's good. I, I, yeah. You're, you're yeah. teaching us today. Yeah, just a little, the little tip for you. Of suave pat. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. It's not that hard, really. I see that. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got some uh, tweets. Here. Speaking of which... What'd you do on on New Year's Eve? Do you oh. do anything anymore? Uh, let's see. I slept. I woke up because my neighbors were shooting off fireworks at 11. I slept some more, and I woke up because my neighbors <laughs> were shooting off fireworks at midnight. we got to figure out this time zone thing, y'all. You can't have it twice. So they were celebrating the Eastern time zone yes. uh, New Year? Yes. And then ours? Yes. Did they hang around for California's? <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't. I, I, I didn't Jeez. wait. If they did... <laughs> I didn't wake up for Denver or Los Angeles New Year's, but they were like later, like toward dawn. I'm like, go to bed already. I don't know why you do 11 o'clock when it's not New Year's yet in our time zone. Stop it. <laughs> but I haven't. I mean, we don't. We don't no. even. We don't even stay awake for the New Year either. I mean, you know, counting it down: ten, nine, <laughs> eight. Yeah, we're sound asleep by then. Right. Wait for hours. <laughs> Sound asleep. Yep. Yep. So I mean, I'm with you. We had the family over, played some games, watched uh, a movie, and uh, then everybody got up by about, I don't know, 9.30 and left. <laughs> and we went to bed, and that was it. I mean, I was up we for are the, some partiers, the man. Georgia-Ohio State game. Yeah, which was which I think that a ended great right then. game. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that was it, man. Uh, I, I'm like you. Boring. Yeah, I haven't done, we haven't done, you know, a big celebration for New Year's in a long time. Triple eight, nine hundred. Oh, I hmm? realized I just. What you got there? Threw away the tweets. Here's, I uh, got some tweets here. <laughs> uh, this from Morbius. Mm. If being a Republican is being what Dan Crenshaw, Mitt Romney, and Mitch McConnell are, then I'm a rhino now. The Republican mm. Party is lost. There are more establishment hacks than conservatives. Oh, by far. Uh, so it's time to consider that we're the rhinos now. Mm, uh, yeah, okay, cool. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Fury and energy. McConnell saying Ukraine is our number one priority makes me realize a painful truth. We criticize black voters sometimes for continually voting Democrat, despite Democrats doing nothing for them. Thank you. How exactly is that different than conservatives voting for, for Republicans? Perfectly stated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from Kurt Laser. Uh, if the woman praying in England were praying, she was praying across the street from an abortion center and was arrested for it. Silently. If uh, she were praying as a Muslim, would the outcome be different? Yeah, you know it would. You know, yeah, if she had a rug out and she was facing the east, I bet they'd leave her alone. Yeah. 
<sighs> yes, they would. Really crazy. They'd actually give her a space, a safe space within a safe space. Because that was the whole offense, that how dare you stand in this safe space. And she wasn't on private property, to my knowledge, right? No, she was on a sidewalk. Unreal. Just really incredible. By the way, if you missed it, there were six, there have been six votes now for Speaker of the House, and we still have no Speaker of the House. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, the front runner, has failed six times. Now he's made a bunch of concessions to uh, to the more conservative part of the of the party, and they kind of hope that that's going to do the job. I don't know. I, I don't know why a conservative can't mount a serious campaign to become Speaker of the House. And by the way, you don't have to be a congressman, a member of Congress at all, to be Speaker of the House. Right. They could they could nominate whoever they want. That's where the Donald Trump thing came from. They mm-hmm. could have nominated him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I appreciate this tweet uh, from Matt Gates, who is <clears throat> way out in front leading the charge on this uh, opposition here. We're not trying to dictate terms. This is his tweet. We represent our constituents. Kevin McCarthy has no ideology. He's a vessel through which lobbyists and special interests operate. My mm. team are the f- people in Florida who sent me here to fight for them. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's mm. exactly right. They need to do more of that, explaining what they're doing to the American mm. people. Because if they don't, it's certainly being spun the other way yeah. by everybody else. Yeah, it's so. interesting. I mean, I think there's, there, there's two... Um, uh, storylines here, and I think a third potentially. <laughs> Number one is, oh my gosh, they're not getting their way. Those ninety-one percent of Republican congressmen have voted for Kevin McCarthy. Uh-huh. You rebels should step aside. There's that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's so many storylines. The other one is like, it's now time to have this fight. I don't care if it's out in the open. We're sure going to have is. to do this. It's it's time to do this. Um, the other is the it, overnight they're thinking, you know. Did they? Because the first recess they did, McCarthy wasn't even talking to the people that were disagreeing with him. Mm-hmm. So last night he apparently finally did, and instead of trying to figure out how to outsmart them, now he's coming up with these. They're doing all these concessions and stuff. So I have no idea how the noon vote is going to go today. But I think there's another interesting angle here: Is he going to lose votes on the fact of his arrogance having moved into the Speaker's office on Monday? And have his staff hold up in there right now as if he's already the Speaker of the House. If I'm a representative and I'm on Team McCarthy, but I'm not, not, you know, married to the idea that he'll be Speaker. I'm just like going along with it. And I hear that. I'm like, okay, I don't like that. No, I don't think so. So we'll see. I have no idea how this vote's going to go today. I don't know if anybody does. We'll see. We'll see. Stanford University is drawing some criticism. A little bit of a ridicule online after one of the school's departments proposed eliminating words like American. Hmm. Oh, no. Also, user and guys. Like, you can't, you can't say to a group of people, hey, guys. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> we can't even communicate as a society. You guys showed up in the list gender-based category. The school suggested using folks, people, or everyone instead. Oh, you're a big fan of the word folks. I'm a big fan of folks. You you use that all the time around here. And get this. American was deemed by Stanford to be imprecise language. Uh, They said U.S. citizen is preferred. 
This term, American, often refers to people from the United States only, thereby insinuating that the U.S. is the most important country in the Americas. No, I'm I'm not insinuating it. <laughs> I'm stating it outright. Of course, America is the most important country. Uh, <laughs> and not just in the Americas. In the world. Yeah. And we all know it. Have you already you know, always noticed that they, their, their mm. solutions have more syllables than the original every word time. they're replacing? Yes, every time. <laughs> this is Pat Gray Unleashed. Always great to have Hillary Kennedy from the 4-Minute Buzz join us. Uh, Hillary, welcome. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, not such a happy new year for the UFC family, at least for Dana White, who is the head of the UFC. Uh, he and his wife got into a little altercation over the weekend. They did. Talk about starting the new year off on the wrong foot. He and his wife, they were partying in Mexico, ringing in the new year at a club, and they were up in VIP, which was upstairs from where the dance floor was. They get into an argument. They clearly had been drinking, but they get into an argument. His wife slaps him, and he immediately slaps her back. And then the two of them have to be separated yeah. by friends because they're about to just brawl. <laughs> the whole thing caught on camera, given to TMZ Sports. So TMZ, of course, broadcasts it, goes to Dana and his wife for a statement. And his wife, Anne, says, Dana and I have been married for almost 30 years. To say this is out of character for him is an understatement. <laughs> Nothing like this has ever happened before unfortunately we were both drinking too much on new year's eve things got out of control on both sides we've talked this through as a family apologize to each other i just hope people will respect our privacy for the sake of our kids Mm, that's an interesting statement because that sure didn't look like something he's never done before that's correct i I, that was my first thought too when i saw it is it just he had such an automatic reaction to just hit her back Mm -hmm. um and in fact there Corey overtime anderson who is Uh, An MMA and UFC fighter, he tweeted, no way this is the first time he's hit her or her hitting him. They both reacted with zero hesitation as if they've done it before. Now, they do Mm -hmm. have three children. So Dana and have uh, two boys and a girl. They're all high school and college age. But Dana said we had to sit our kids down, show them the video and talk about it. And he said, I'm embarrassed. This should never have happened. But so their narrative is. This has never happened before. This is the first time we just had too much to drink. However, Dana's own mother, she came out. She wrote a book, first of all, back in 2011. It was an unauthorized biography about Dana. She said, it's difficult for me to see how, as the popularity of the UFC evolved, the person I once knew changed into someone who's egotistical, self-centered, arrogant, and cruel Dana went from being a true friend, a good son, and a truly nice person to being a vindictive tyrant who lacks any feelings for how he treats others. And then we have a video clip of her talking about his marriage. All right. The sister-in-law in my house, which made me absolutely furious. Should we start that over? I was mean, there an important detail that we didn't hear at the very yeah, beginning? Yeah, slept with a sister-in-law in my house. Ah, yes. Pause it for a second. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He slept with a sister-in-law. Kind of puts more, uh-huh. I don't know, uh, meaning to just a sister-in-law in my house. Right. Doesn't it? Yeah. Right. Okay, let's start that from the beginning okay. again. Yeah, he slept with a sister-in-law in my house, which made me absolutely <laughs> furious. Huh. I mean, he goes after any girl he wants and usually gets them. So uh, his mm. wife is, they're constantly fighting. 
um, the honeymoon. She gave him the worst black eye I've ever seen. He nearly lost his eye. So I don't know if that's his way of handling it, but he's gone overboard with handling it. Wow. So his own mother... Mm. And Dana and his wife have yeah, been... he slept with his sister-in-law. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> and he slept with his sister-in-law in her house. Is that right? Uh, they've been together or known each other since middle school, so they have a long history together. But God. again, it doesn't seem like this mm. is something that is happening for the first time. No, it sure so doesn't. Was that, I know you said she wrote the book in 2011. Is that when that clip was from? That is an older clip. So I think people are, are reaching out to her, though, for further comment. Right. I, so in other words, uh, she gave him that terrible black eye... Over a decade ago. Right. So obviously, mm-hmm. this has been something... Going on for a while. Sounds like it. Well, he has a lot to lose. So as of this month, he has an estimated net worth of $500 million. He has an annual oh, salary geez. of $20 million. And a lot of people are calling mm. for his head because he has said in the past, if mm-hmm. a man puts his hands on a woman, there's no bouncing back from that. He said that during the uh, Ray Rice incident when he attacked his then fiance, the UFC actually just fired a fighter back in October of last year, Luis Pena, and they said, we believe he needs to deal with the health and legal issues in front of him, his uh, promotional agreement and management, it's all been terminated. So the UFC has long had a policy of zero tolerance for domestic violence. Really something. Yeah, he, so if you had to guess... Are they going to force him out? It's so tough to say because he's so integral to the success of the UFC. Yeah. I mean, there are people that could take his place in the interim. I do think that people will probably at least call for some time off. He needs to step away, spend some time reevaluating his drinking issues, why he hit his wife, and then what he can do about it. Because he has this huge platform. He's got... I think 7 million followers on Twitter, Instagram, 7.8 million people on Instagram, 6.1 million people on Twitter. So he has a huge platform where he could use this and steer it in a better direction, talking about domestic violence and and noticing the signs and his struggles with it and things like that. So that's probably what he'll have to do as part of his apology tour. Mm Mm-hmm. But even Oscar De La Hoya, I saw this morning, he was saying Dana needs to be out. Like, this is not okay. We would never Mm. let Roger Goodell or some of these other people who are big in sports. We would never. Yeah. Someone else tweeted, if we want to be a credible sport, we need to be treated as such. Roger Goodell would be fired. So would Adam Silver, Rob Manfred, Gary Bettman. So all of these other people would never get a pass. Will Dana White get one? We don't know. Mm. Mm. Jeez. Uh, It's interesting because he started the the ufc right that's his organization he founded it he did he he convinced a family that he knew in las vegas to go in and buy it together they made him president and then he really helped it take off and make it what it is today Mm -hmm. and he is the face of the organization i mean he's really the driving force about what makes it popular why people like him he's really great about choosing fighters and helping build their careers and so without him I don't think it will fall apart, but I don't know that it will be. Even the shares in the company fell after this happened, so I, it's going to be a tough road. What's the prevailing opinion about him slapping her back on on social media? I mean, do, is that now because of the equity? Are we okay with that? That she hit him first, so he can hit her back. 
There right? were a lot of mixed reactions to this, actually. A lot yeah. of people said she should be arrested because she attacked him first right. and he was just defending himself. Dane is a big guy, though. So I think a yeah. lot of people yeah. were, you know, hey, yeah, she should never have done it. It's never okay to attack your significant other. Right. But he's such a big guy compared mm. to his wife that they were like, that's that's unfair, you know. So And he hit her twice. Right. And he was coming after her again. And they were separated at that point. Right. So, and with a lot of force. I mean, it looked like he really, he, yeah. he, he wasn't having it. And so, again, they both said... This is the first time it's ever happened, but we, I mean, we can tell something's no been way. brewing for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've just continued to tolerate it. And that was uh, New Year's Eve, right? New Year's Eve. You hear Pat mm-hmm. talking about uh, all the exciting stuff uh, he and I did with our New Year's Eve celebrations. <laughs> did you guys do anything fun? Wild night out. Yeah. You know, we just went to dinner this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we were invited to a, a party at a hotel here in Dallas that probably would have been a lot of fun. But honestly, after the holidays, I just wanted a nice... Mm. Quiet meal and to be mm. in bed by 11 p.m. Yeah, did you do you stay up for the the ball drop? No, I did not. Yeah, I mean, and, and <laughs> neither what do of you, you do? did either. We're we're a, a party group. Yeah, like does in the Pacific time zone? Like, do they go to bed at nine o'clock? But nothing good happens after up? midnight, Keith. I mean, Dana White and his wife, prime See? example. That's nothing right. good happens See? after midnight. That's so right. Get yourselves in bed. All right, thanks, Hillary. We'll be watching <laughs> for you on the four minute buzz uh, coming up here in uh, just. About 15 minutes or so. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I mean, this it's really sad that this actually happened. But uh, the reaction of people, especially people on the left, mm-hmm. to a man hitting a woman now after she first hit him is fascinating to me. Because I think we mentioned this earlier in the show. All bets are off when it comes to this. But every other issue... No, no, we're equal. We're, we're the same. There's equity here. Uh, women can do everything a man can do and, and all of that stuff. Okay, well, all right. And we'll see if that is the prevailing theory, though, and whether or not he keeps his job as head of the UFC. Uh, let's see. In a stunning rebuke, the FBI's retired chief of criminal investigations says his old agency has yielded the independent independence uh, Congress gave it under the law mm. and is now subservient to a group of liberal ideologues in, what a surprise yeah, right. inside the Justice Department <laughs> who have pressured agents to stray into unwarranted domestic spying and censorship. No. <laughs> Wow, yeah, where is that coming from? This comes in the wake from? of the uh, FBI files dropped uh, by Elon Musk. What they were doing behind the scenes uh, on Twitter. This is from ex-FBI assistant director Chris Schwecker, who said Tuesday that uh, the latest law enforcement or political figure to support creating an independent commission modeled after the U.S. Senate's 1970s Church Commission to investigate the FBI's practices. So he's the latest in this line to call for that. You see DOJ people and many of the top executive positions inside the FBI now. You see people that have made a career out of bouncing in and out of the silk-stocking law firms between the Department of Justice and then these law firms. And I have to say they're incredibly liberal in their politics. Hmm. Yep. And that's now sort of taken over the FBI. And they're inserting that ideology into their high-profile investigations. 
Well, thank you for admitting that. That is uh, something we all know, <laughs> but it's nice to have somebody who has been on the inside yeah, admit it. And, and it was clear, the ideology of the FBI in these communications that were revealed. Um, through Twitter? Through Twitter. And, and like they, they would send emails through this little special portal that they have. Uh, one of them was, uh, I apologize in advance for your workload. Because they kept the FBI was apologizing to Twitter, but look, we've got all these accounts that we need. I think it was two hundred and fifty thousand accounts ended up getting suspended, uh, or at least requested. Wow! By the FBI, I don't know if all of them were, but uh, I mean, the, your your government, your mm. federal government was taking your tax dollars to the tune of three point one million dollars and paying Twitter for their help on silencing your free speech. It's it's madness what was happening uh, over at Twitter, which of course you can see why the left fought tooth and nail on keeping Elon Musk from getting to those right. private documents. Right, because he suspected exactly what's happening now. He's going to reveal it all. I mean, Adam Schiff himself was asking for for people to be taken off Twitter. Screw you, man. Go go legislate. Yeah, it's it's insanity. And the uh, marriage of the FBI and Twitter is outrageous. And, and, and Facebook. And yeah. I mean, they've infiltrated all. Yeah, We only know media. about Twitter because of Elon Musk getting in there right. and getting a hold of all these communiques. Uh, I, the same thing's happening at Facebook and Google and YouTube. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. YouTube. Yeah. Well, YouTube is Google. There are spies from the FBI and CIA all throughout social media. But I don't care. I'm not doing anything wrong. I got mm-hmm. nothing to hide. Really? Okay, you're going to see how uh, flawed that belief is. Because they're the ones who decide if you're doing anything wrong or not. Not not you. Yep. Also, uh, Elon Musk uh, continues to release more information. He says it's worse than he even yeah, anticipated. He was on this podcast. Jeez. Good clip here. Check this out. I mean, to be totally frank, um, almost every conspiracy theory that people had about Twitter turned out to be true. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> like, if, is there a conspiracy theory about Twitter that didn't turn out to be true? Uh, so far, they've all turned out to be true. And mm. if not, uh, more true than people thought. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. But, I mean, while they were wow. silencing you on... It, it, discussing the election results or Mm -hmm. covid they of course were actively affecting the election um i mean just (laughs) the fbi had hunter biden's laptop Uh, they knew they knew a year before the election they knew that it wasn't hacked that it was the real thing and then of course they spent an entire year of the election trying to discredit anybody that wanted to discuss the contents that were found on the laptop and um, and then we also learned that uh, the FBI was spying spying on uh, Rudy Giuliani when he gave uh, the laptop to the New York Post. I mean, it was just amazing. It's amazing. This and, government needs a serious overhaul. And it's just more confirmation that all of these things—not all, but many of these things—that the left calls conspiracy mm-hmm. theories turn out to be accurate. In that, something? turn out to be the fact, not a conspiracy at all. Well, Zero Hedge has looked into some other conspiracies that they believe are going to be proven accurate during the course of this year, okay. in 2023. Oh, spoiler alert. Ten conspiracy theories they say are are going to be substantiated. 
Uh, number one, the role that the intel community and the Justice Department played in fomenting violence through PSYOPs on January 6th, hmm. 2021, will be exposed. Okay. Uh, that would be great, because we all know that there was there were agitators there mm-hmm. from the other side, from Antifa, but... This is why the speakership is so important. Mm-hmm. You don't want an establishment guy in there who's just like, ah, let's just move on, let's do this other stuff. You want no. people who want to actually get to the bottom of this crap. And and certainly the Democrat led Congress didn't. They didn't they didn't find anything new. Was there anything new during the January sixth hearings? I don't think so. No. Release all fourteen thousand hours or whatever it is you have. Let's let's see it. And that's what these Taliban twenty are calling for. Let's get everything legitimate because investigations. We now know that the office of Nancy Pelosi was telling the Capitol mm. Police, as was long suspected, yeah, just, you're going to stand down, we're going to open the doors, we're going to let these people in. I mean, because you remember the video? that They're making this documentary. Her son-in-law is following her around with a camera, and then when right, the crowd yeah. comes through, she goes, this is what we've been waiting for. All right, I'm going to go and punch Trump. This is what we wanted. I'm, yeah. They set you up, man. Uh, conspiracy number two. I like this one. We're going to talk more about this Ooh. next uh, on uh, on overtime. But the deadly impact of the COVID vaccines. Now, this is not me saying that, mm-hmm. YouTube. This is what Zero Hedge is saying. The deadly impact of the COVID vaccines will become undeniable. Right. First of all, we're going to have to be able to talk about it. You know, because they try to squash all information about it. Any information that doesn't fit. With the Biden administration's line on COVID vaccines or the COVID virus or where it came from or any of that is shut down immediately because they've got all the support in the social media. But Zero Hedge thinks there's going to be too much evidence. They're not going to be able to hide it anymore. Number three, the scope of China's control over the U.S. government will become clearer. They say we know about the various financial ties between the Biden family and the CCP. We know that other top leaders, including Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell, are heavily invested in Chinese industry. (laughs) But what we have yet to fully explore is the way that China-linked companies like BlackRock have also completely infiltrated the White House and are effectively writing U.S. foreign policy. (laughs) Okay, watch for that during the coming year. Number four, the true nature of David DePap's relationship with Paul Pelosi will be revealed. Well, that's already happened. They didn't have any kind of relationship, right? Right, right. I, I think they uh, they ran stairs together, I think is what they did. That's what they did. They just wouldn't... In their underwear. Well, you're going to But who sweat. doesn't? You're gonna you know, yeah. right, right. Now, the underwear thing has also been squashed, uh, so who knows? But they say while court hearings have kept a tight lid on the evidence including body cam footage, it will be harder for Nancy Pelosi to flex her authority after stepping down as speaker. It's very clear the assailant, David DePap, is no right-wing extremist and that there is more going on than meets the eye. So you say the underwear thing has been squashed. Is it underwears then, to be more specific? Is that what they were running around in? Yeah, they had matching underwear. What? what like Because underwears... Does help you match like the top to yeah, the bottom right. and all that, but they can also help you match to your partner. They weren't Batman and Robin. I don't know. I okay. don't know which underoos they specifically went. Oh, we for. need to find out. Number five, we will find out that Trump's purloined Mar-a-Lago files 
re- what they really contained. Uh, punting the DOJ probes that resulted in the unprecedented raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort to corrupt special counsel Jack Smith was a good way to keep them out of the reach of the GOP oversight in the U.S. House. But eventually, the clock will run out and it will be necessary to explain why exactly this norm-violating measure was taken. Hmm. I do hope these... I hope this happens. You should save these. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, number six, we will learn what the Democrats intend to do with Joe Biden and who will be tapped to replace him. Will it be Michelle Obama? Mm. Or could they pull out yet another unknown figure who has been carefully vetted and groomed in secret oh, it's... like her husband Barack was? Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he has not officially announced re-election that he's running for re-election because that's what he was supposed to no, do he remember yeah. he went to st croix he's supposed to make a big old decision over the holidays right and then come on let's go bro tell us and nothing mm. nothing crickets um i i don't i don't think michelle obama's gonna run mm. <laughs> i and i hope that's not just wishful thinking because she's for whatever reason really popular i i can't I can't even imagine what kind of catastrophe would ensue. Do you, do you think the Democrats doing better than anticipated is, I mean, I hope this is true, ends up coming back to bite them because then they're going to get stuck with Joe Biden who's going to take credit for this? That's and then, possible. Now, now, okay, congratulations. Mm-hmm. That's your 2024 horse now. Yeah, and good luck with it. <laughs> you, good luck. Yeah. Uh, number seven, we will discover the truth about the U.S.-Ukrainian partnership to research and develop bioweapons oh yeah oh huh early on man that huh. mm-hmm. little little wuhans dotted across ukraine uh congress has allocated in excess of a hundred billion dollars to defend something in ukraine but it sure isn't democracy mm-hmm. according to zero hedge while their personal investments in burisma or in weapons manufacturers like raytheon may be prime mo- motivators all indications are that the country is a rat's nest of CIA operations. And is that likely? <laughs> I mean, at least according to the F. Uh, as far as it concerns the CIA, I would think so because oh, of their proximity to Russia. Is that the same CIA that killed John F. Kennedy that we learned and it got no <laughs> traction over Christmas break? Same CIA, right? right? Yeah, same one. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't trust this same government one? at all. Like, there's nothing about this government that I trust, and they're actively doing everything they can to destroy our military from within. Sure. There's, I mean, where, what else less? Uh, is there anything that you trust in this government? So I, I, I will believe any of this stuff about uh, CIA operating inside Ukraine. And, uh, no kidding. Labs and stuff. <laughs> uh, conspiracy number eight, the left's plans to normalize and mainstream pedophilia will come to fruition. Hmm. <laughs> I got news for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's already pretty much out there. The initial push to sexualize and groom children in schools and on kid-friendly mediums like Disney may have fallen flat. Yeah, I'm not sure it did, really. But leftists will only redouble their efforts to foist this onto the population because the ability to control and manipulate young minds is pivotal to their long-term plans for uh, control. Uh, Number nine, the World Economic Forum will lead the way in trying to turn humans into glorified Matrix-style batteries. Hmm. All right. And uh, the 10th conspiracy, 
that we'll find out is not a conspiracy at all, but hardcore fact in 2023 as the relationship between big tech and spy agencies becomes clearer. We will learn that our personal devices are tracking our every move. Yeah, that's already happened, too. (laughs) Right, bro. (laughs) The last couple are like, wait a minute, we're going to learn that? No, we learned that some time ago. Especially being tracked by big tech. I mean, what was her name from CBS, Sharon? um, Oh, 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 uh, Cheryl Atkins. Cheryl Atkins. Atkinson. I mean, when her computer blinked on for no reason at 3 o'clock in the morning and she noticed it. Yeah, it's been going on for a while. All right, we got overtime coming up with some fascinating stuff about COVID you don't want to miss. And we'll see you here tomorrow. Finish off the week. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.